Thanks, everyone. Good to see you. That's what you say. Good to see you, too. <laughs> you, you can sit down. Thanks for being here this morning. How's everyone going? Miracles, signs and wonders this morning. Amen. Mum knew the result of a football score. That's a sign and a wonder. That's a miracle. <laughs> uh, it is no, quite it is. That yeah, absolutely. Bless God. We've got um a word for you this morning. I, I, I you know I believe and I, I know that um you're going to be blessed from. Going to encourage you. Who likes to be encouraged? Just going to get me stuff to work here in a second. It'll, um, it was working before. Here we go. All right, we're in. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Matthew chapter 16. We're going to start here and um, then we're going to bunker down in a, in, a, in a scripture or a story in the Word, which, which you're going to be encouraged by. But just before we get to that, um, who knows that um, you, you hear this statement quite a bit lately that, that common sense isn't all that common? Who's hearing that more and more? Yeah, it's that there is that statement: common sense isn't isn't all that common. Um, you know, we, which is true. All right, um, and who knows that common sense is is an important thing. Like we, we need to have common sense. Okay, we need and and a little bit further than that, we need um, to be able to operate our lives with reason. You know, and and with logic. Everyone understand this so you know that that statement common sense isn't all that common it, you know it's, it's a it's a fair call all right but there are times in our lives when common sense reason you know and, and living logically just aren't going to cut it we need something greater than those things because though put simply those things are purely uh, um they're, they're purely built around the flesh, our, our, our five senses, all right? They're, they're responses of what we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we taste, whatever the other one was. Um, I think that was fine. Maybe it wasn't. Feel, okay? Um, we, we, we respond through common sense, through logic, through reason, out of what, what we, we gather from our, from our senses, what we're seeing going on in, in our lives and, and in the world. But there, there are going to be times in our lives when those things aren't going to cut it for us, when we need to be responding from something higher, a higher level, a higher, a deeper response to the things that is going on around us. Amen? Really, the, the, the simple definition of what reason is, reason is the power of the mind or the, the power of the mind to think, to understand, to form judgments logically. We're going to need more than that sometimes. Anyone agree? Yeah. All right, so let's look at Matthew chapter 16. And Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to get around your word this morning. We thank you for what it is that you want to reveal to us by your spirit. Lord, I, you know, I do pray that this, this word, Lord, um, helps someone this morning, helps bring understanding, Lord God. 
Um, and Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that whatever distractions that we might have in our lives right now, Lord, we just come against, Lord, so we can keep our eyes and our hearts firmly set on you this morning and what it is that you want to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 5, we're starting now. And Tim, I'm going to keep it simple and just stay in the New King James Version. Verse 5 of Matthew 16 says, Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the, of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves. Someone say reasoned. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves and the five thousand of the five thousand and the, and how um, and how how many baskets you took up? Nor the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many large baskets you took up? Now now is it you? Now, sorry, how is it you do not understand that I not I? Sorry, I'm getting all over the place. My eyes are going a bit funny. How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread? But to be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. In verse 12, then they understood. Someone say understood. That he did not tell them to be aware, uh, to beware of the leaven of the bread, but out of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So the disciples, what, what's going on here is the disciples missed what Jesus was saying by trying to figure out what he was saying in their head, mentally, through their mind, trying to gain understanding via logic. Okay, they were trying to use reason. Someone say reason. Okay, so, so what happens is men, men say this, we are reasonable men. This is what man does. Men say this, we are, we are reasonable men. We are logical men. And what you are saying does not make sense. It's not logical. This is the response of man. But what's the point? As believers, I'm going to say, believers, put your hand up if you're a believer. As believers, we're not meant to live or respond by logic or out of logic. Amen? We're not even supposed to be led by good sense. This will um, shake you up a little bit. But we're not even meant to be led by good sense. So most of us, you know, or, or most of us, some more than others probably, but most of us, you know, say that as believers, you know, we've had our, had our sense changed around for good. Would, would that be right? Like considering, you know, perhaps where, where people have come from, their, their history, their past, the things that they used to do, the things they used to get up, get up to. You know, generally you would hope that, you know, when Jesus comes into your life, then you, 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 your world and your life, you know, you turn around, you know, and, and it's good sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
You know, but here's the thing. What the world calls good sense isn't actually good. What the world calls good sense isn't actually good at all. It's actually bad sense. And the reason for that is because it's corrupted by the defeated. Not the defeated. The defeated. It's corrupted by the, by the devil. Even good sense in the world is corrupted by the devil, which makes it bad sense. Are you getting this? Is this okay? So I learned a while back this little statement, which I use quite often, or pretty much all the time, and you would have heard me say this before, but it's a really great, great lens to view what is happening in our lives, you know, surrounding the circumstances that we might be facing. And it's this, it's, if it multiplies and adds to your life, it's from the Father, and if it subtracts or brings division in your life, it's from the devil. So if it adds and multiplies to your life, guarantee it's from the Father. But if it's taken away from your life, if it's causing division in your life, it's, it's from the other guy. Amen? And so, and, and so if, if we want to know what God thinks, all you have to do is take what the world thinks and turn it around exactly backwards. Amen? If you want to know what God's thinking, if you want to know what he thinks, just take whatever the world thinks and turn it around exactly backwards. Amen? And the example of that is this. Are you ready? This will blow your mind. This will blow your mind. The world says seeing is believing. But turn that around exactly backwards. God says believing is seeing. Amen? The world says seeing is believing, but God says believing is seeing. See, logic is the product of reasoning through hearing, tasting, seeing, feeling, and smelling. It's based, and but see, the thing is, is that it's based on the failure of the earth through the devil. Faith, someone say faith. faith. You, knew this is where, you knew this was where this was going, right? Come on, you're all smart. Mum's been dropping hints the last couple of weeks. So logic is the product of reasoning through hearing, tasting, seeing, feeling and smelling. And it's based on the failure of the earth through the devil. But faith, someone say faith, faith. is the product of God's word revealed by his spirit and it's based on the success of the Father in heaven. How good is that? That's what our faith is based upon. It's based on the success of Jesus. Whereas good sense, logic, reason is based on the failure of the devil on earth. You all right with this? So someone say this, faith is not a product of reason. Faith is not a product of reason. All right, we're going to bunker down in Mark chapter 5. 
you want to go to Mark chapter 5, I want to sit real close to my notes. Otherwise, we won't get through this. Mark chapter 5, verse 21. We're starting there and it's a really great story here. Um, You'll love it. Mark chapter 5, verse 21. It says, Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him. And he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus. Someone say Jairus. That's how you say it, right? Just checking. Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed and she will and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him. Some will say, so Jesus went with him. You see, Jesus' ministry was never governed by logic or reason. Jesus' ministry was never, ever governed by logic and reason. See, Jairus fell at the feet of Jesus and said, My daughter lies at the point of death. My daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she will live. Remember this point. Jesus was never led by logic or reason. See, Jairus' situation is dire, you would say. You know, it, it, it was critical. His daughter is, is, is virtually dead. You know, in fact, by the time Jesus, when we read a little bit later, by the time Jesus gets to her, she is already dead. Right? So he's in a, in a dire, critical situation. Now, reason would say this. Reason would say, this is, if, if Jesus, you know, was never governed by logic and reason, if he, if he was, reason would say this. It would say, I'm sorry. I wish there was something that I could do. That's what reason would say. Okay, because naturally, looking at the situation, what we can see, what we can hear, you know, all those things, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. So reason would say, I'm sorry, there is nothing I can do. You see this, you see... Reason operates under the handicap of having no answer to critical needs. Reason operates under the handicap. It's a handicap. See, if, if we go about our lives just, just trying to reason things and answer things through logic and understanding and, and, and you know, common sense, we, we're actually handicapping ourselves to experiencing the fullness of what God has for us in situations. And they're particularly, you know, they're particularly highlighted in critical situations, in dire situations. Amen? So reason will handicap us. And, and the reason that it's a handicap is because it never has an answer in those critical situations. See, Jairus' request of Jesus was you know in in the natural unreasonable 
But this is interesting. Jesus actually didn't say a word to him. I love like, the, the little intricacies of stuff that we read in the Word. He didn't say anything to him. All he did was this. He just went up and started towards his house. He just started towards his house. See, Jesus was never led or governed by logical reason. Amen? Let's keep reading. Verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, and she suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So on the way to Jairus' house, this is, our, this is such a cool story, there's so much in this. On the way to Jairus' house, Jesus meets another unreasonable personality. All right, a little woman with the issue of blood. You, you, you've all heard this story before. So if, first off, logic and reason, if you if, remember, if... if, if Jesus was never governed by logic and reason. But if he was, all right, first off, logic and reason would compel Jesus to get to Jairus' daughter. All right? Because that situation is dire. Okay? If logic and reason, I've got to get there. All right? Like, it, 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 it would compel him to get to Jairus' daughter, like, quickly. It, logic and reason wouldn't cause him to stop and engage with a woman, okay, check this out, who actually shouldn't even be there. You right? She actually shouldn't even be there. She's actually breaking the law being in in the first place because of the issue that she had. Thank God Jesus was never governed by logic or reason. Amen? See, even her presence in that, in that moment was unreasonable. Moreover, think about this. Moreover, the doctors she had seen reasoned that she was sick and their logic had no cure or treatment to stop the flow of blood. Right? And quick disclaimer... Doctors are important, okay? Don't get me wrong. Doctors are important. You know, we know we need doctors. Doctors, you know, God uses doctors. He uses medications, you know, to heal people, all right? You know, without doctors and medications and things like that, you know, a lot, we'd be dead. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I mean, we'd be very, you know, so you hear what I'm saying, okay? Sometimes you just got to say that, all right? And the thing about doctors is they're actually fighting the same destroyer that we are. But there's a difference. And here's the difference. Doctors are operating in the realm of the physical. But we are and we're meant to be operating in the realm of the supernatural. You right? See, that's the difference. See, doctors treat diseases and physical conditions... We are meant to go to the root cause of the problem and deal with the enemy that's causing the disease. That's our job. So just like Jesus was never governed by logical reason, we're not meant to be either. 
Amen? So this little woman in verse 28 says, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. All right. There is no logic in that. Think about it. There's no logic in that. There's no logic in it. If only, if, if, if only I just touch this boy's clothes, I will be well. There's no logic in that statement at all. Anyone agree? It, you know, it just doesn't make good sense. See, reason would have answered this woman this way. But thank God, Jesus was never governed by logic or reason. Reason would have said this to her, would have answered her and said, Hey, lady, what's, you know, what's the matter with you? You know, there's this little girl down here. I have to go to her. You know, let go, let go of my clothes. See, Reason would have answered her this way. Reason would have said, you know, you've already been to the doctor and he said there's nothing he can do for you, so what can I do for you? See, that's how Reason would have answered her. Amen? You see, Reason and common sense can keep us bound when it is time to act in faith in the Word of God. You right? Let's keep reading. Verse 29. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed from the affliction. Verse 30. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? See, Jesus, <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, Jesus was not led by logic and reason. He was not led by the mind. Jesus stopped and he said, Who touched my clothes? See, See, power had gone out of Jesus. Power had had gone out of Jesus to heal this woman. Not reasoning power, but supernatural power. Now, Jesus says in verse 34, he says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. This this interaction is mind-blowing. Because it makes no sense. It's purely faith. It's absolute faith. The whole thing. Jesus is not even there to see her. He's on his way somewhere else. She shouldn't be there. She's risking her life being there. 
the only thing she wants to do is touch a guy's clothes. Because if she does, she knows she'll be healed. Then Jesus works out someone's touched his clothes because this woman's touched them. And you've got to imagine that situation. Everyone would have been touching Jesus. But she touched him differently. Power's drawn out of the guy. The woman's healed. Like, this makes no sense. Are you you seeing this? There's no way you can logically explain it. There's no reasoning involved. It's pure faith. Someone say faith. Hallelujah. See, faith caused the power of God to flow into her body and heal her. Now, her faith wasn't a product of reasoning. It was a product of... Oh, come on, you got It was a product of faith. Amen? It was a product of faith. Common sense. But, you see, this will get you. You ready? Common sense. Someone says common sense. But you know what? Not only that. Common sense religion will tell you not to get your hopes up. You right? Common sense religion will tell you not to get your hopes up. But here's the thing. That's exactly what we need to do. That's exactly what we need to do. And he's pretty, pretty confident that that's what we need to do. We're meant to have what? Like confident expectation, right? But what... You know, what you know the scripture we know everyone knows about faith hebrews 11 verse 1 now faith is now faith is the substance of what things hoped for see common sense religion will say don't get your hopes up but that's exactly what we're meant to do turn the person next to them and say that's exactly what we're meant to do see common sense common sense says this it says God heals some people, but it might not be his will to heal you. That's what common sense religion says. Amen? It sounds reasonable, but it never gets results. It sounds reasonable, but it never gets gets results. You know, if, if we think, you know, if we if we if we think to and respond in this way to circumstances that we face, then we'll always be the one that it is not his will to heal. You hearing that? If that's how we think, then we'll always be the one that it's not his will to heal. Come on. You know, and the thing is that this response doesn't work because it actually, it's actually contrary to what the Word of God says. It's completely 
contrary, it's, it's opposite. Remember what we're meant to do? Turn everything around completely backwards. Believing is seeing. Amen? You know, you know, by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Amen? When believers lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Amen? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all. See, there's no some people in the word at all. It's all. You're right. You know, we, we're talking about being led by the Spirit here. You know, which means we are powered by the Spirit. Not by common sense of the world. Big difference. Not by the logical world. We're powered by the Spirit. Some say I'm full of power, just like Jesus was. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. Amen? Yeah, this is what's so amazing about children. I'll use children examples quite a bit. For the sake of my children, I won't embarrass them around this one. But this is what's so amazing about children, is that children generally don't have any, like, like don't think rationally. Anyone ever experienced this? If you're a parent? You know, ge- children, they, they generally don't think rationally. They don't have any reason, you know, and they're, and they're, you know, for the most part, very illogical. Any, anyone agree here? This is not a, not a, you know, not being mean to kids or anything, but this is truth. Your school teachers in here would know. All right? They, but see, the thing about that, it's what's so wonder, like I said, it's so wonderful about them, you know, that they that they they don't operate that way, is because they just have this innate ability to believe. They just believe. You could tell them anything, and they'll believe it. Seriously, like I got Benji. To stop sucking his thumb when he was little by telling him that his thumb would like end up really long <laughs> if he kept doing it. We tried everything. So, okay, yeah, all right, sorry I lied to him. <laughs> but we tried everything, all those ointments and, you know, stuff like that. Like, we tried everything, like taping it to his hands, like, er- tried everything, okay? <laughs> So I just said, you know what, one day I pulled his thumbs together and I sort of shifted them a little bit like this. Well, look what's happening. And he was horrified. And from that day on, he never sucked his thumb again. Not reasonable, not logical, (laughs) and makes zero sense. But they believe. They just have this innate ability to believe. Amen? You know, it's, the Bible says, come to me, this little children. All right, let's finish the story. 
Mark chapter 5, verse 35. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said this. So this is people who come from Jairus' house. Hadn't even made it to the house yet. And people have come running up and they said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? That makes sense. Right? That's logical. Reasonable. She's dead, so don't bother him anymore. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he, per- and he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a, a tumult. Is that how you say it? Tumult. And those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all aside, he took, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child in his hand, by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumai, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. Good story. So all we have to do, and this be done, this could be a big one. This is the challenge. But all we have to do is be like Jairus. He didn't care what anyone thought. Amen? He didn't care what anyone thought. You know, when this bloke came, you know, from his house and told him, look, your daughter is dead, he didn't say a word. It's interesting. Look at the little intricacies. Doris didn't say a word. And the reason that he didn't say a word is because he'd already said what he needed to say. Remember at the start? He said, lay your hands on my daughter and she will be well. She will live. We've got to get to that point where we just don't care what other people say. We don't care what reason says or logic says or, or common sense says. We believe what the Word of God says. Got any believers? Come on. Jesus turned to Jairus and said, don't be afraid, just believe. Don't be afraid, just believe. See, fear is that thing that is, it's, it's the, um, it's, it's the it's, it's what we get or the feeling that we get or how we know we're leaning more into common sense, reason and logic. Yeah? Jesus turned to Jairus and said, don't be afraid. Just believe. Joris refused to be moved by what he heard. See, his sense of hearing. He wasn't moved. 
He'd already said what he needed to say. Come and lay your hands on my daughter. She will be well and she will live. Wasn't moved by logic, reason, or common sense. Amen? You know, there was this thing. We're almost done. There was this, this, there was, there was someone giving him some bad news about his daughter, but in his heart, there was a presence of some, of some power, a power stronger than that bad report. And see, here's the thing. The word of God is stronger and more powerful than any bad report. Whose report do we believe? That's the song, right? There's something in his heart was saying, I don't care what they say, this is so. I know it is so. I just know what I know. I refuse to give up. There's something in his heart doing that. There was something on the inside of him giving him that belief. And you know what that thing was? It was faith. It was faith. Someone say faith. So what was controlling the ministry of Jesus? It wasn't reason. It wasn't logic. It wasn't common sense. It was faith. Someone say faith. You see, the, the, the force of faith was controlling his ministry and it was not entirely the force. Here's the thing. It wasn't entirely the force of his own faith. It's amazing. His own faith responded to the faith of the people. His own faith responded to the faith of the people. You look at it. You know, in, in, in Nazareth, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do any mighty works. He couldn't perform any miracles. Why? Because of unbelief. You know, but in this story, what we've just read, you've got this little woman, you know, this little woman's faith stopped him in his tracks. You know, Jairus' faith moved him, and Jesus used his faith to raise his daughter from the dead. Unreasonable. Illogical makes zero sense. But you know what? This is victory in its highest order. It's victory in its highest order. Amen? Come on. So, when we need more than just common sense results, faith is the only way we'll get it. Amen? Faith is the only way we'll get it. You know, the Bible says, says this it's in, in Isaiah 1 verse 18. It says, let us reason together. It do, you know, it doesn't say this. It doesn't, actually doesn't say this. It doesn't say, let us reason together, men. It says, let us reason together, says the Lord. See, reasoning with men is different to reasoning with the Father. You want to know how you reason with the Father? Through faith. There's this other part too, you ready? Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on reason. Lean not 
on logic. Lean not on common sense. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's how you reason with the Father. Amen? Bless the Lord. We'll finish there. Right on, 11 o'clock. Praise Jesus.